Hey, what's up, Swifties? This is Swiftism, the film episode. We have the fantastic guest today, um, the recurring Ellie Gehrig and the amazing Aiden Judge. I hope you enjoy. Hey guys, this is this is Ellie Gehrig and Aiden Judge. First, before we get started, what is your guys' favorite Taylor Swift song? Someone, Aiden, please go. I, I got. I gotta think. I gotta think. Aiden, you turn the go. microphone away from me. You don't want to hear my. Opinion. No, it's because you're loud. <laughs> so you're gonna be. It's gonna be picked okay, up. Okay, August. There we go. Okay. okay. What, what's your favorite Taylor Swift song? August. Oh, August. That's a great. Oh, cool, cool, that's cool, cool, good. Cool. Okay. State of Grace. Oh, he is okay, guys. Elliot is a reoccurring guest, and we found out that he loves red. He's just a sad, depressed, lovely dude, and that's how we're gonna take him. Um, my favorite song right now is definitely, okay, my, okay, if you want to know a little bit of my life, it's probably listed affairs right now, not because I've had an affair, it's because feeling is there. <laughs> Aiden's laughing at my face right now. <laughs> yeah, okay, let's get started. Okay, so today we're going to talk about film. We have the great Tufts uh, director here, Aiden Judge. Tufts? New York University. <laughs> I swear to, isn't it called Tufts? The, the, the... Oh, Tish. 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 Look at me go. And we have the incredible, intelligent, amazing Elliot Gehrig, who's just here because... With no college with... affiliation. <laughs> yeah, no college affiliation, but he's Sky's just... He, you know, he's watched movies before. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, he does have neurons in his brain to make connections to Joseph. <laughs> So he's perfect for this. Um, also, he loves what I loves my bagels. So this is why he's here. Um, that sound that has no context. Okay. Um, so kind of what I sent them is I sent I sent them a you can look at this on YouTube if you want to watch this before. It's all Taylor Swift's and all the movies, and it's by this random creator. Thank you. So before like in, in order. So first we watched her in like NSI. Right? Like the Law law and Order show Fair for enough. acting. Yep. She was awful. She was a terrible actor. What year was that from? I think probably like 2008 Aww. or 2007, but she was so bad. I love her. I love her, and there's so many Taylor Swift songs with her. They have You're Not Sorry, OG. That's an OG song, guys, from debut. But, like, you're not sorry. It always no, messes no. with me when they have, like, an actor that's a singer and mm-hmm. they play the singer songs. I think I can't do that. It's things. so weird. I love it. I love it. So, how did we how did we feel about Taylor Swift's acting in this? I don't... I would say. I was, there's an argument to be made whether or not people actually have to be good at acting to be in <laughs> these, uh, in these things, because I know Abby called her out, but <laughs> I think uh, maybe it just has to do with the whole enjoyment of watching just some of your favorite people be on the big yeah, screen i agree i i just love taylor swift i enjoyed watching her die on this tv show and it was quite entertaining she's a habit of doing that because amsterdam yeah she gets run over in that I, I need to watch that i haven't watched it yet director you, look, I you know. can skip that one. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. Like, don't look up david o russell on wikipedia and go to the controversies section darn okay then we move on to one of my favorite Valentine's movies ever. And this is almost Valentine's Day. We're three more days. So, love ones or not, 
or just yourself, watch Valentine's Day with Taylor Swift. And this is background. This is with her and Taylor Lautner. And they're so adorable. The chemistry in this is just, she's such a good dim-witted blonde. And I love her. And she's just like, she's like, she's amazing. Her dancing and like them just making out. Like I would watch it over and over again. Like I wish I was there. I wish I was their kid. So I know my parents were in a loving relationship. <laughs> that might get nope. Sorry. This is this is the real me, guys. Elliot, how do you feel about Valentine's Day? About <laughs> <laughs> Valentine's Day? Well, I would have to say, you're Abby. You're right. It is three days from now. Um, the movie, not the day. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Uh, I personally have not seen this specific movie, but I have seen Taylor Swift's clips in the movie. Yeah. Um. It's definitely an Abby Chase movie. That's what I would say. Um, Is it because there's really hot people? Just oh like, yeah. There's yeah. really we don't like. I think we just love watching really hot people on screen. And Taylor Swift in this and whatever she's in. Also, Taylor Swift is just super hot and amazing, incredible, beautiful, and talented. She is my god. But continue. I have nothing else to say. Perfect, Aiden. When you're watching this, how did you like it? I just want to say, I think it's remarkable Abby gave me a reminder about having a filter when I appear on this program and then says that she'd like to be birthed as the child of Taylor Swift. And who was the man in that? Taylor Lockett. The other guy. I'm sorry, mom and dad. I'm a disappointment now. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. No, my parents know I'm already crazy. It's okay. But no, they're just like, they're so cute. And they're like, but now, okay, now in the future, like, Taylor Lautner and Taylor Lautner, because they're married and they have the same name, and it's kind of weird and it's kind of creepy, but I love it. Um, they're a really lovely couple, and I, I follow both of them on Instagram, and they're just, I love them. And she looks, she seems so sweet. And you know what? I love her more because she's a big Swifty, and it's just so sweet. So, now we're moving on into her directing era. So Taylor Swift, you know, she's always like been like kind of like kind of like the creative part of her music videos, but like all too well was the first one she directed on her own. And I foresaw the 15 minute long video and I love it every single time. How do you feel, Elliot? Oh, it's my favorite. Uh, so good. <laughs> makes me, it makes me believe in love again and heartbreak again. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about all too well, right? All too well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Considering my favorite album is Red, I can't. It's just it's and all too well is not your favorite song. I I, mean, I want it to be niche, but it's just okay. This is okay. This is the problem. This is my opinion. All too well. All too well was my favorite song, and then it just I, I think it's still I think it's already I think for every Swifty it's already automatically your favorite song, but I feel like it just has to be your number one because it's just a masterpiece. It's the scarf. The red scarf. I think, oh, but this is background. My favorite line of All Too Well is that time won't fly like I'm paralyzed by it. Like to be my old self again, but I'm still trying to find it. And that just cuts deep in everything. Yeah. So what was your favorite part of the directing of the music video though? Oh, I, I just love the cinematography to be honest. Yeah. The whole mood it creates. It's just like I'm sucked in. Um, and you, before we started, you said how much you love the actor. Who was oh it. yes, I, I I'm a big fan of uh, just I I think after the after the short film came out, mm -hmm. he, he uh, put on his uh, Twitter page Taylor's version just to say that he was owned by Taylor Swift. 
I thought that was kind of cute. That's so sweet. I wish I was owned by Taylor Swift. Um, Just put Taylor's version on your bio. Shoot. My bio is like about my age. It's like, um, how can a person know everything at 18 but nothing at 22? Because I was like, now I'm 18. And mm-hmm. I'm like, and you're not 22. <laughs> <laughs> I could use it for both. But now I, we, we were talking about how much we love the actor in Teen Wolf. And, okay, this is kind of crazy, is that, so you know how, like, um, he was kind of portraying, what's the one dude we'd hate? St- Spider-Man dude. If I went... Tom Holland? No, no other dude. <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal? Yes, thank you, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, and I feel like, because they were, he was like 32, 30 or like something, and Taylor Swift was like 19, 20, 21 in the relationship, and then there's rumors that he was dating Sabrina Carpenter, the actor, that's like the same age gap, and I love Serena Carpenter, but I was like, run, run, run. But Selena Carpenter can also own me. She's amazing. Can I make an inquiry? <laughs> yes. Who do the Swifties hate more, Jake Gyllenhaal or John Mayer? Kanye. Fact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kanye. I think the problem is that... The problem is, I don't think... Okay, my opinion, I don't think Jake Gyllenhaal, even though it was like the age gap is weird, I think John Mayer is worse because she was like just turned like, 18 and 19, and she was kind of more of a child. I feel like Jake Joan Hall was just a butthead. And, you know, I feel that. But I think I think the reason why Taylor Swift means so much to so many people is that because people get, like, screwed over by men in relationships or just people in the relationships, and she really speaks to that, and she can write that, like, heartbreak well. Like, you still love this person, but you're able to consciously know that they were terrible to you. And how they treated you. So I do love that aspect of it. But how did you feel about the direct Tory of it? No, I think she's good. She establishes a good mood. And I think it's interesting seeing her branch into this space because she's someone that accomplishes so much with words. And then visually, she's um, accomplishing some of the same things with that. I also, you know, I need to keep tabs on the competition because her first feature is going to be coming out in the coming years. <laughs> you know? Sorry, I'm sending photos to my mom. Hi, mom, She's... if you're listening. <laughs> Wait, continue, please. Nah, no, was... I, I know when, I think when Taylor Swift like, came out that she was going to do a feature film, you texted me, like, I don't recall about it, and I literally was, like, hypoventilating. <laughs> and I'm, like, so excited. And also, we should all go see it in the movie theater. I don't mm-hmm. care if it's, like, five years in the past. We need to continue because well, this could be this with podcast. Searchlight pictures and one of their other directors is paul schrader who's one of the people i adore he wrote taxi driver more recently mm-hmm. he's done like first reformed and he's an insane swifty i have a quote to read out oh from he did his research thank you about taylor swift let there be no doubts she is the light that gives meaning to each to all our lives the godhead that makes all existence possible and without whom we would wander forever in bleak unimaginable darkness for years, he wanted to see Taylor Swift, and for his uh, 72nd birthday, he went to the Reputation tour. He's living my dream. He's an incredible man. I I think that just, it's just so real, that spoke to me. I just felt like, like, it's kind of like, he speaks of her like a god, and that's perfect for Swiftism, because it's a real religion, if you want to believe it or not. That's what he also said, He was because he was promoting First Reformed, which is Ethan Hawke plays a... Um, a preacher and um he was comparing like mega churches the buzz 
uh, that the person is get from that to a concert, a Taylor Swift concert, said specifically, or an NFL game. Yeah, I think... You're on the same wavelength. I know, okay, this is, I, this is what I truly believe about religion. I think religion is really more about community, mm-hmm. and, like, being in one place together, and, like, kind of ignoring, like, what what's happened to you, or, like, what other things are going on in your life, but just, like, coming for one thing. And we see that with, like, church, people coming just for one thing, but also, like, concerts, and, like, um, and, like, football games and like I think it's just the beauty of people coming together for one single cause I think is really what brings humanity together yeah mm-hmm. yeah Elliot's yeah. just awestruck by my <laughs> I am. I am. <laughs> I have a question to pose to you actually yes oh my god please Paul Schrader I don't know if y'all have seen like Taxi Driver but his oh, yeah. character <laughs> archetype is God's lonely man someone that is so alienated from society and isolates himself further do you think that um, has any common ground with the characters that Taylor creates in her songs? I think Taylor Swift does create a character. This is the problem is I haven't seen Taxi Cab. <laughs> <laughs> They're making fun of me. Um, taxi Cab. But I definitely think Taylor Swift, she's... Because you know that she's come from country. Uh, so she knows how to make a story and make characters. And we see this in, like, you know, Blank Space. You know, she made a character, like, she get off, like... She makes characters that people make fun of her about, but it's actually like then she uses it for her own art, and I love that's one thing I love about her. I also think there's something to be said that uh, in these movies, there's really one character that you relate to, and it mm-hmm. seems like that character is in their own world, yeah. and especially in Taylor's songs, you feel like you're almost transported into the perspective of that one individual, which I think relates to the movies. Yeah. So I love, that's why I love, like, I think, you know, really what album that kind of, you know, when I thought of that is just Fearless. Because I think when I, because I, I fell in love with Fearless when I was five years old. And I just like, I think Fearless is just this album. I can talk about how much, talk about how much I love Fearless. This album about like, kind of like high school sweethearts and kind of like, this like young love. And it's just this beautiful kind of like, before she's hurt, I guess. And, like, I just, I don't know, it's just so happy and, like, not sad yet. And I just, like, I love, it has this feeling, you know, like, this feeling of excitement about love. And I do love about that. Just something great Elliot was saying earlier was that Taylor is on an emotional journey, one that's still continuing. She's amazing. And I think we should be conscious of that when listening to our songs. Elliot can say it better than I do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I would say um, it's... It's easy to look towards Taylor, especially as an epic role model, um, someone to ha- be held in reverence, and really, especially because we're part of the younger generation, someone that's gone through what we've gone through and that we can relate to. Yeah. But I, I, I think it's just so very relatable that she went through it herself, and all of these songs are really telling us about her journey as well as the journey of the characters that she's making in these songs. So I, I, I think when people uh, really idolize these characters, uh, there's something to be said that they're on their own emotional journey too. Mm-hmm. And it's not ever going to be the same as ours, but there are lessons to be taken out of that. Yeah, I think that's why, like, especially when I've gotten older and the people I talk to, like, a lot more songs mean different to me. So, like, I, this is one, like, I used to hate Back to December. Like, when I was, I, I wanted to love it so How bad. Dare you? I, I wanted, I know, I wanted to love it so bad because I was born in December. And then, <laughs> and then I went through my first heartbreak, and then it finally made sense to me. 
and now I love it. And I just, I feel like she's able to make these songs that are just like beautiful and like sometimes they're a little bit too deep for a six-year-old to understand. And then like you grow, like you're kind of growing with her music, especially when you're a little kid and now you're like, I'm 18 and I'm like, I feel like this music has helped me grow up and become an adult. But that's just one aspect. But. I recently saw Velvet Goldmine, uh, which has like Owen McGregor and Christian Bale in it. It's about um, the the one of the main characters based on David Bowie during the Ziggy Stardust era, and a journalist. It's like Citizen Kane, where he has to retrace um, his career, and eventually comes to the conclusion that he, as a fan, sort of lived vicariously through the Bowie character's music. And I think that is that theme that was established is so much more relevant now, especially with artists like Taylor. But I think there is a contrast in that glam rock in the 70s, uh, Roxy Music and David Bowie presented um, a fantasy that people could, um, that answered people's uh, unspoken desires, whereas Taylor presents this grimly realist um, depiction, a splice of life. Um, that people are even more drawn to. I think that's the contrast between the times yeah. then and now. That's what, like, that's why I really, I, like I was saying, like, Illicit Affairs is, like, one of my favorite songs right now. Because, like, it's just, like, this, like, this such a dark song about, like, having an affair. And there's, like, but, like, it's also, like, so sad and like, kind of so real. And I love how she's able to make, like, happy songs, but also just, like, how to, like, someone, like, I think one song that's, picks out to me as like mastermind and then it's just like that's also i love mastermind and it's just me in a plot like, in a podcast and yeah. a song <laughs> <laughs> i'm curious for you why, means, yeah. yeah why do you like red so much oh it's just a part of my childhood i would say mm. especially when i from the ages of like six to probably ten um that was the album that i i heard and that i listened to uh, I didn't have very much, like, I, I didn't listen to Taylor Swift as uh, as Abby did from a very young age, re religiously, but uh, it was just something that was always on in the background. Like, when I was six, I was out doing my own thing. I, music wasn't my thing, mm -hmm. but I, I felt a personal connection to that album just because it was on the background everywhere while I was having fun with my family and Is stuff like that. Is your mom a big Swifty? No. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I just wanted, because my parents are not big Swifty. It's The only reason I got into it is that my aunt, uh, she gifted me for my birthday a little iPad Nano. <laughs> iPod Nano, sorry. iPod Nano. It, it was it was hot pink. And I would like, I would. it only had Taylor Swift songs. And it was only like the first three. And also Taylor Swift songs, Britney Spears. And it had a little, it had Kesha and pink. And also had Raining Men. So I was in love, but that's kind of like Taylor Swift is also like my favorite, and I would listen like all the time. So I know like all the songs, and it's just nostalgic. Yeah. It's just and, and it like reminds me of a time where I had faith in the world, and it's kind of like growing up is just like I was also like with like the faith in the world, like you have this expectation, especially since like Fearless is like a very high school, like with fifteen and like. It's all about like really like it's a very high school, um, like high school album, and then kind of like with the reality, you're like you change. You're like, oh my god, like reality is so different. I think that's the part of growing up, and which I love. Yeah. So, 
this is a little trivia. So Grammys just happened last week. Cool, cool, cool. Um, <laughs> so. Did someone get slapped in the face? No. no also, no one Perfect. stole a phone or anything. Okay. <laughs> so, stole the microphone one's fine. Um, but a little trivia for you two. Who, what Grammy did Taylor Swift win? All of them. I don't know. No. <laughs> I don't know. It's not the no, best album. No. So what was she wearing? If you listen to it my was like dark podcast. blue, right? Yeah, yeah, it was dark blue with two piece. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, but she won best music video for All Too Well. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sick. she directed. Yeah. So that's a really exciting moment for her director. I think music. We need to make a music video comeback. I think Hype Williams oh, with I, the nineties rap music videos. I agree, that's especially an ideal. like. I'm sorry. I think, I think this is so off topic, but I think "Toxic" music music video by Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. That journey it just takes you on. Like I was like I was like else the song was just amazing. I mean it's just a song, but I love that music video. Also, Taylor Swift's music videos are just amazing. They're just mm-hmm. incredible. Like, there's a reason why she always wins best music video at M M V. Now they feel like such. An afterthought of so many people. But I love when they were just starting yeah. out, like Duran Duran, they're like, let's go to the jungle, let's get a bunch <laughs> of hotties in the video. Like, that's the kind of thing we need back. <laughs> you know? Just like, like, vibes. Maybe. Look up Hungry Like the Wolf video, Abby. <laughs> I will, let me write that down. Okay. But like, I feel like, so, I, I don't know if I said this, but Aiden is a director. Have you made any music videos? For your musically inclined friends. You know, I'm actually, I'm working on one right now. Do we know the Ivy League? Yeah, They're Ivy like, League is our oh, band from yeah. our school, yes. Those, those, those funky freshmen have <laughs> uh, recruited me. They are re-recording their song Sunburn. And in the coming months, we shall be seeing a music video. We've got it all storyboarded out and planned. I'm very, do you need any actresses or actors? I might, I'll ask them, yeah. I'll be in it. <laughs> I'll be in it. You're in it? No, 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 oh. no, no. <laughs> yes. I'm just saying I'm, I'm open. No, I'm, I'm also, yeah, I'm also, I've, I found out Elliot was the main character to one of Aiden's, like, new, kind of, just a for, short film. Yeah, he's and actually just a secondary character. Sh- but he gets billing. I'm so. a main character in my own mind. <laughs> so, I was, I've been sen- saying to Elliot that, he, oh my god, Aiden, too many names in this. It's podcast um, about how I want to be in the spot. Oh my gosh, words in the spotlight. I just want to be acting. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll find a role for you. We got plenty of open spots. This is how you get guys. This is how you get things done. Absolutely. Bring your friends onto a podcast and harass them to the public. Bring your friends into movies that you're making. Yeah. So I really yeah. You may not you may not know, but I am an actress. Been I've been in Shakespeare. I've been yeah. in musicals. I've been in my own. I've been in my own horror film called Zombies when I was a cheerleader in, in sixth grade, and I got <laughs> it's pretty intense. When you kicked that zombie man, I felt that. <laughs> Elliot has seen this terrible film I made. It's great. We used we used a mixture. Let me say the blood we used. We used a mixture of ketchup, <laughs> marinara sauce, oh my hot sauce, and a lot of spices. I don't think that's the industry. What their uh, their method is. Let me just, and a lot of food dye. Let me just tell you. Also, my sister had to eat it. One of the things to lick it off a knife. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But, okay, so, kind of back to, like, so she won the Grammys, and now she's making a, a feature film. Like, how do you feel about this wonderful, incredible lady making so many beautiful films? I'm ready to get my mind blown. I'm ready to spend my money. 
go back to the theaters because that would be a win. No, she literally world. like. There's nothing Swifties and Taylor Swift cannot do. Like especially when like that one comedian that. At the Grammys, yeah. Yeah, they're like, like Taylor let's bring, Swift said it herself. Let's bring down oh. egg prices, and she was like, "Okay, Swifties, oh, sure let, they'll do it." And we actually, uh, Swifties did bring egg prices down by fifty percent, or maybe it was thirteen percent. We don't know how or when, but you know, sometimes Swifties are in high places of power. What if this though starts the concertification of movie theaters, and it's gonna be like eighty dollars a ticket to see the Taylor Swift short film? That's well then, they're, then I'll create my own movie theater and oh, make a lot of money. Yeah, How about that? I think I think once it gets on streaming, then I'll, I think it'll be For okay. Real, yeah. I feel like some people are still mourning the Taylor Swift crisis, but it's okay. We have a bill going. Yes. We have a bill Senator passing. Dial. Our Maryland Senator. Senator. I saw the TikTok first. I said, "I'm so proud to be a Marylander." Mm. She is one of the nicest people I've genuinely met. She's fantastic. Yeah. She. I hope she gets to meet Taylor Swift, so maybe I can say I'm Marylander Taylor Swift. But I think we found out that we love Taylor Swift. So have me and Elliot convinced you to be more of a Swifty? Well, you know, a lot of people think, oh, Aiden's only, you know, shows an interest in Taylor Swift to make up for being a Kanye fan. Aiden only listens to Taylor Swift so he has something to talk about with women. That's not true. You know, I... You know, I, I, I actually, I listened to Folklore when it came out at midnight, because Kanye was supposed to drop that night, and I'm like, you know what, okay, I'm already up, let's listen to Folklore. I was very impressed. So, my question is, is that, does straight men only like listening to Taylor Swift be, to get something to talk to about men? I mean, to women. Um, I don't think they've caught on to it yet. I think this is a very dangerous thing, your broadcast. If straight men are listening to this... And they learn that you can talk to women. But also, Taylor like, Swift. it's very, it's very effective. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> oh, saying, you're, I feel like I'm being used. Women right are now, in trouble. From my knowledge, you, you're the one broadcasting this. You're gonna have to. This is gonna be censored. <laughs> yeah, it's you the next step since bringing your dog to the function. You never know. <laughs> you can't. Give no, it's more like being a, bringing a baby. Oh, baby? Yeah. Oh, no, women it's, love it's babies. a little, it's a little, little sister, or little brother. Oh no, little sister. Yeah, yeah. Girls love, I'm saying little siblings are adorable, but also like, (laughs) but your brother, but your brother hates you. So, but he loves me. I love my brother, but we've we've had a difficult relationship lately. It's okay. He's, he's an eighth grader. He is. is, So I feel like all eighth graders hate their siblings, but I especially did when I was in eighth grade, but I just, man, teenagers. What are you going to do with them? No, it frustrates me. It hurts my feelings though. I have a rocky relationship with my brother, but it's okay. It's okay. I'm I'm trying to like talk to him, but I, you know sometimes he's just not interested, and I gotta understand yeah. that. Maybe I feel like you need to find something like Taylor Swift to talk exactly. to be your brother about. Well, he likes Johnny Cash. He actually listens to a lot of the music. He listens to Roxy music, but he's never talked to me about it. Just not Taylor Swift. I don't think he does. I can ask him, but but I definitely yeah. So, my final question is that since this is the Swiftism, the analogy to life, how have how has Taylor Swift affected your everyday? Doesn't really for me. It's the wrong answer, but dang, it's okay. No, it's she's my number nine artist for the past six months. Oh, I'll that's say pretty that. good. I allow that. For me, I it's just someone to look up to, a role model. Mm. I mean, there are so many in my life. Uh, I can say. 
but it's great to have just an amazing person to look up to. Am I your role model? Fair, yeah, I could say. <gasps> I could that's, say so. This is how you guys. This Encouraging me to be happier. Oh, that's so sweet. Okay, I've. I think Taylor Swift affects everything, especially forcing my friends to come to my house and film these. <laughs> I, just, I don't know if you guys know this, but Abby went completely over the top with this. It's wonderful. She has China out. She made fantastic chai tea. Elliot was just enamored by it. She made um, cinnamon rolls for us. Yeah, I also did. on China. She, not actually, but <laughs> I'm kidding, no, I'm not. I don't feel like doing that many um, dishes. She brought bagels. She she does everything. Yeah, this is why you should email the podcast to get on. Fastest way to my heart, food. <laughs> That's actually. <what> <laughs> That's what my dad says. You want him to see, feed them good food. I saw no. I saw your story. I'm like, yo, hit me up if you need something. <laughs> That's like, his like, own. He, he just texts me. He's like, me and Elliot's going to be on your podcast. And I'm I didn't like, okay, what do you want? Had already been a guest. I, oh, I it's fine. Any day. Any day. No, Elliot is going to be a reoccurring character, even though. Hmm. He's just going to be reoccurring because he loves bagels and I love getting the male Swifty perspective and I don't know that many male Swifties. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so last last thing, you ready to plug? Oh yeah, we're working on a movie. Uh, oh, yeah, I better say this, but Kenny's toes are better. So you didn't have to get <laughs> my toes? Me. Kenny's toes. So that's Are better help. than my toes? How dare you? No, no, they're just, he had a toe incident. So. I need a proof of this. Oh my. You can talk to Kenny about it, but no, it's about Lula, the president of Brazil, and how he was unjustly imprisoned by Elliot, who plays Judge Sergio Mora. Lula uh, is a hero. Who's Lula? Oh, is that Kenny? He's the, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, his programs reduced poverty in Brazil by 36 million, and he did a bunch of other great things. Um, but, of course, the corrupt judicial system, Elliot is illegally scheming to stop him <laughs> from doing the same thing over again. But he has a Taylor Swift connection. Um, as some, as Abby knows, um, Taylor Swift dated, I think 2012, Connor Kennedy, the son of RFK Jr. and the grandson of Robert Kennedy. Um, and now Connor Kennedy is dating a Brazilian pop star and shortly after he returned from Ukraine fighting for the Ukrainian Foreign Legion, um, he and the pop star, they met and endorsed Lula. And Connor Kennedy even said that Lula reminds him of RFK. And Lula, when he was sworn in as president, get this, you won't believe it. He said, this is the culmination of starting something that started in 1989. What Taylor Swift album. Everything relates back to Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. and this is why this is the Swiftism podcast. Now, deep delay. So, thank you so much, for guys, for having. It's a pleasure be- being ha- here. coming and being present and talking. Um, listeners, always remember: keep listening, stay curious, and stay Swifty. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, is that it?